Hello and welcome to Triforce Trends, the podcast where I talk about all things Zelda. If you enjoy the content, please support me by subscribing to the show on whichever app you're listening on. And please don't forget to check out the YouTube channel by searching Triforce Trends. Hello everybody and welcome back to the channel. Today I want to talk about something that I've seen a surprising number of people not talk about at all since the newest trailer for Breath of the Wild sequel. And of course that would be the Sky Island that we've seen in the trailer for Breath of the Wild 2 so far. So I want to say I have a little bit of a talk about what there could be on them and how we've seen them in the past. So, one day way back in April, a couple of months after we knew for sure that Skyward Sword HD was actually a thing, I created a little video that I still reference to so many months later. I created a video talking about sky exploration, and if it could be in Breath of the Wild 2. Bear in mind this was still about two months before we saw the second trailer for the game. We had absolutely no clue that there would be any form of sky exploration. In that video I talked about a ton of different ideas, and one of the ideas I talked about the most was definitely the idea of islands floating in the sky, much like Skyward Swords, and so I got to work thinking of ideas that they could do, and if I'm not mistaken, in that video I specifically talked about if somehow there was a world below a ton of sky islands. Well, it seems that we might have that. Kinda. Maybe. So, let's take a look at the trailer like we seem to do weekly on the channel now. I've made the assertion in the past that these sky parts of the trailer always seem to feature a differently clothed Link or a different hero, depending on if you believe in the conspiracies going around at the moment. And so in these parts of the trailer, I'll come out right now and say that the world that the original Link with his original clothes was walking on doesn't seem to be the one, and the same as the Sky Islands. It seems as if there will be two completely different worlds. I make this conclusion since when looking into the parts of the trailer that do use the sky areas, there really doesn't seem to be anything underneath them, though that could just mean that the normal overworld is actually underneath the clouds. Similarly, the normal overworld bits of the trailer don't seem to give us any looks at the Sky Islands above, thus is the reason why I say that I don't think they'll be handled at the same time. Though I can't really make any solid conclusions until the game comes out, so it's hard to analyse something that very well couldn't be even a complete idea yet. So, let's get into some ideas at how I could see a Sky Islands being used. First though, we do need to talk about Sky Islands that were in Skyward Sword, because, surprise surprise, we do actually have a game that has a ton of these islands in, and to be honest, it seems like they're taking a lot of inspiration from Skyward Sword in the next outing. Even small things like the animation of when Link's falling seems to be almost identical to when the Hero of Skies is falling in the canonical first game in the series. Meanwhile, we also have the theming reminiscent of certain parts of Skyward Sword so far. I mean, purely the Lotus Flower being featured multiple times during the trailer signifies areas such as the Ancient Cistern in Skyward Sword. They seem to be ripping a lot of inspiration from Skyward Sword, so how did the islands function in Skyward Sword? Well, they were only small bits of exploration, in fact one of the biggest purposes that they actually served was the goddess cube chest, which happened to be just little chests that you open after checking out places below the sky. I think these sky islands are bound to have a lot more to do on them, but we'll get into that a little bit later on. There were other bits to explore on the islands too, so for example there was a restaurant that sold soup, notably pumpkin soup, so some of these islands did end up housing some side quests, but it was a very rare occurrence that this would actually end up happening. Breath of the Wild also had some amounts of sky exploration, though it was mostly limited down to the fact that you couldn't go that high without using some sort of speedrunning glitch. I think the biggest thing that actually showed off sky exploration in the first game was definitely the master mode. Every now and then there'd be a little sky base that ended up having both enemies and a chest on. Most of the time this chest would have some really cool loot on. 
So maybe some of these islands just have that cool loot on. I'm not sold on that idea, but heck, it's better than nothing. I think it's time we get into some ideas for Breath of the Wild 2 Sky Islands now though. My first idea for Breath of the Wild sequel in this regard is definitely the fact that we don't know what the equivalent to a shrine is going to be in the next game just yet. That opens up a huge door of potential for that type of thing, so my first suggestion would be that most of the shrines in the next game are found on these islands. So far it seems like the islands range from an okay size to pretty darn big, as evident by the massive upside down pyramid that we've been given a sneak peek at. So either housing shrines or dungeons here would be amazing, especially if they make these shrines or whatever even bigger than the last ones. Give them an even better reason for them being in the world in the first place and boom, you have some amazing shrine looking areas. I have a video solely dedicated to shrines so you don't have to worry about me looking into the nitty gritty specifics of all of that. At least, not in this video anyway. Next thing that I'd love to see in these Sky Islands, as mentioned in the Skyward Sword section of the video, is side missions and other areas that were not in the first game. Like, I'd love to see something like a barge sat in the middle of a floating island like it's a normal thing. Much akin to Pumpkin Landing in Skyward Sword, seeing areas where people socialise on a massive floating rock would be great. It would also normalise the fact that you can just ascend to every island that you kind of want to. If you could just normally talk to these people while they're having a drink and gain some side quests from them, it would give you a huge incentive on what to explore, and when to explore those bars. I've always liked side quests being done in a normal fashion rather than something telling you where to go to get a side quest and then formulaically getting to the end of that quest. I find it much more fun if it's a smoother affair. My next idea for these Sky Islands that may even be supported by the E3 trailer in and of itself would be if caves were somehow inside of these islands. Much like how the Sky Keep was a thing in Skyward Sword and how it was there the entire time that Skyloft was a thing. Well, having that be a thing but only be seen from the outside of the island, so you'd have to climb around the island to actually get into the island, the only thing that I can think of that's kinda similar to this would be the secret areas in Breath of the Wild, where you'd swim past somewhere or underneath something in a small cave and something hidden would be inside of the cave, like a shrine or something like that. That sort of thing would be perfect in this game in my opinion, from what we've been shown so far of course. The Sky Islands could also just purely be used for exploration of course, I mean the novelty of floating onto an island that's just flying in the sky is already such a novel concept that it would keep me happy for a ton of hours. Just checking out each piece of the sky and slowly piecing together what actually happened to the world to make it this way. Plus, I mean, it's always cool to see the lore of Zelda games, especially since the world in the sky just looks so different to what we're actually used to. I just think it would be amazing to really have the chance to properly explore it openly compared to what we were given in the form of sky exploration in Skyward Sword, or even master mode in Breath of the Wild since there were little platforms in the sky, housing enemies and items. Now we need a manner of actually getting to each of these islands, there's a chance we just glide over to each one of these places. But I can't believe that honestly, so it would be great if there was a stable for some flying creatures on these islands too, it would definitely show off the nature of the world if we did end up getting this. But this one is a pipe dream until we get that next trailer. Please do let me know in the comment section what you want from the Sky Islands in Breath of the Wild sequel, and I'll make sure to get to every single comment at some point. Next week we've got the first video of a few about the Game Awards, and of course if we could be seeing Breath of the Wild too, so I hope you'll look forward to that. Thank you so much for watching this video, if you enjoyed then please do support me by leaving a like rating and subscribing, the people you can see on screen right now are my Patreon supporters, 
and they're just perfect people. Look at them. Some G and Jared Whedon are especially amazing for being my top paying patrons. Now just look at those Triforce coloured names and that Triforce font. Thank you so much for the support guys. If you'd like to join them then you can do for as little as £1 or $1.50 a month and the link to my Patreon is in the description and along with that link is the link to the rest of my media platforms so please do follow me on them to keep in touch with me. Now thank you for listening to that episode. If you enjoyed it, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel of course, there's loads of Zelda content waiting for you. Just search Triforce Trends. Thank you for listening.